comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko. And joining me, as always, the co-host of the year, Mike Marmalade Luther. That's it. That's my name. Because you so marmalade. Sweet. That's right. Uh, Greg, I'm very happy right now because it's finally getting warmer out. I got my shorts on. I got my t-shirt on. You got a the, haircut? The winter beard is, I, well, no, I actually didn't get a haircut. Well, I mean, I got a haircut a while back. The, I, I trimmed the beard. I actually, I trimmed it, uh, shorter than I wanted to. But this, this morning, uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to trim it up. I had my, you know, clippers and I didn't realize my clippers was at a one guard instead of a two that I normally use. And I went. And I went and I just heard, and I'm like, oh, and I look, I'm like, okay, at least it didn't like take like a big chunk of it out. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, all right, I'll just do like five o'clock shadow and then it'll grow back in a couple weeks. So, and the ladies love a five o'clock shadow, Mike. I I was told that I look younger. I told, I I was told I don't look a day over 39. I, I can see it. Because it gets rid of some of the grace. (laughs) I Mike, I don't think that person was being as nice as they could be. I don't think you look a day over thirty-seven. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> I remember. I, I remember being thirty-seven. It was nice. So, uh, what you been up to this week? Did you get anything read? I uh, well, I finished the Ultimates two volume one, and then okay, look, I swear when I was looking at um the the cover that shows like what they all have for the ultimates and i think we discussed this on the last one i swear there has to have been some kind of like mandela effect or there's time travel involved or something because it said i swear it said the ultimates two it said the ultimates volume one volume two then it said the ultimates two volume one and that was it and i, I was thinking to myself like well that's weird why would you name it volume one if it's not going to have a, another one right you would just name it the ultimates two well, that's not the case because then I go downstairs and I realize down there magically I have the Ultimates 2 Volume 2. And then I look and then I'm like, well, maybe it didn't say that. And I and you know, well, I was like, I know it had to have said it. I looked and sure enough, and then now all of a sudden it says volume one and volume two. On so, I don't on know Ultimates what's happening. Two? On the Ultimates 2, yes. Yeah, okay. But when I when I looked originally, it did not say that. Hmm. But now it does. Like I said, some kind of time travel thing happened. Uh, but regardless, I, so I'm starting to read the Ultimates Two, Volume Two, and I'm only about like a fourth of the way in. Gotcha. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Have you read any more? I have not, but I came across. This is going to sound horrible because I have not had this book very long, but I came across a book that I picked up uh, recently at Twilight that I forgot to highlight and mention on the show. Okay. So I, I want to take just a moment. So I, I, 
I was going to crack it, uh, and then I decided to do a little uh, podcast production instead. Um, but I just, I think I picked this up last week, and it was a 2020 Best New Series Eisner nominee. And I am going to feel so bad for all of the artists or all the creators on this because I'm not sure I'm going to get any of them right as far as pronunciation. But uh, Kieran Gillen, Dan Mora, which is kind of an easy one, and Tamra Bonvillain, which obviously her mother was or her parents were Bond villains. Exactly. That's the only way you get like Smith. You have to be a Smith. Right. Um, This is volume one. It is, uh, again, similarly to We Live, it was cover art that uh, had such a stark contrast that it really captured my eye. So this is volume one of Once and Future, The King is Dead. And I will move it back so you can see okay. the in entirety. Yeah. So. Interesting. I uh, look forward to uh, uh, reading that sometime. Yes. Uh it's important to note that these, um, okay, now I know why I know the name Dan Mora. Dan Mora was the artist on Grant Morrison's Klaus run from uh, years back. And Kieran Gillen uh, is a New York Times bestselling author from The Wicked and the Divine. Okay, okay. So there you go. The Fabled Scabbard of Excalibur. Ooh. Should be a fun read. Yeah. Now it is. I, I think it's a modern story with some, you know, medieval, you know, uh, sword and dagger type of elements. So I'm, I'm looking right. forward to it. So I haven't read anything. I as we record this on Friday afternoon, ahead of Friday evening. Friday evening, aka tonight, will be the first evening that I've actually been home all week. So, oh, okay. Uh, I haven't had a whole lot of time to uh, read anything. I did watch in its entirety on Netflix Guardians of Justice. I mean, more power to you. You told me about it, and then uh, you actually told me about it. I don't night before or something like that. Anyway, it was about it was. I had a couple minutes before I had to go to work. So I was like, okay, let me turn this on and catch a little bit of it. And you even told me, you said, it'll remind you of something. And I'm like, okay. And at first it reminded me of Watchmen. simply because time period stuff, you know. And then obviously the story is kind of like Justice League or Superman-like, you know. But one thing I had, I, I messaged you and I asked, I said, do they like... Are they purposely acting bad? Like it's because it's all like soap opera, like very dramatic. Like, no, how could he? You know, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. and you're so. saying, you're saying, yeah, it gets. As you said it's really cheesy. I made it to like the second episode. Okay, uh, I finished it. You're welcome. Uh, I I bit that particular bullet for us all. Uh, uh, so first of all, it. It stars some big names. It does. Uh, Jane Seymour is in is in this show. Are you familiar with Jane Seymour, Mike? That name sounds really familiar. Are you really? Yeah. 
uh, Quinn Medicine Woman from the. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was also in uh, Wedding Crashers. Okay. Uh, she's been around know, for a little while. I know, I know, I know. Uh, Quinn Medicine Woman. Interesting. Denise Richards is in this show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now you may not know him, but you've undoubtedly seen things that he's been in. An actor, stuntman by the name of Derek Mears. Doesn't sound familiar. Uh, so he played the thing in Swamp Thing in 2019. The the okay. Uh, okay. He's also been Jason Voorhees, Predator. You know he he's a big guy, right? Uh, and and you know kind of um, I'm trying to think of the uh, cast as such. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned Denise Richards. Um, I know you don't necessarily follow. And by the way, I apologize to everybody. I'm 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 going to be not naming everybody. I'm naming the ones that are you know I know. I, how scale of one to ten? How much do you know about pro wrestling in the last fifteen years, Mike? I mean, uh, in the last five years, probably not that much. Past that, probably a decent amount. Okay, so. Do you know a, a wrestler by the name of Johnny Nitro, a.k.a. Yeah. John Morrison? Yes, yes. So, real name John Hennigan. Sorry to spoil it for uh, all you wrestling fans out there. Uh, he's in this show. And the star of this show is none other than DDPY's Diamond Dallas Page. Self high five. Yeah. And that's where they lost you. So here's here's my takeaway on on okay. the thing. It, it reminded me of you know like the boys of Invincible. Uh, you know, there's it. It also indicated to me that Justice League is always going to be better than the Avengers. And I'll I'll tell you why because that's a hot take. But every like knockoff non name brand super team that's not named the Avengers, they're all replicas of the justice league. I mean, look mm-hmm. at the boys you have, right. uh, the Ubermensch, you know, style, you have your wonder woman, you have a speedster, you have the uh, water guy, uh, you know, then they have an invisible guy, you know, things like that. Uh, in, I mean, this is almost too, like there's moments of this. I'm like, that's going to be a lawsuit. <laughs> like, DC right. Right. Uh, the, uh, your Superman, uh, character is is uh named marvelous man there's the uh night hawk night like dark knight k-n-i-g-h-t uh you have the speed you have uh golden goddess awesome man you have uh, a hero who uh, is a boy but you know takes on the the power of seven gods when he says a secret word i mean right. they went awful on the nose with this um you're absolutely right on on the acting and on a lot of the like the scene looked like a lot of it was green screen you know uh, oh, yeah they in some regards i feel like they did this on a tight budget um but one of the things that i expressed to you that i thought made it stand out was they also used different you know like they're not going to have a you know a this is going to, I hope it doesn't come across as a negative thing, but they're not going to like spend a lot of time on 
choreographing a big fight scene. They're going to animate the fight scene. Uh, they had numerous different types of animation from 2D to 3D. They had uh, in in the final episode, which I got to and you didn't, uh, your your one character, and I, I'm going to do this without spoiling, not for your benefit, but for others, because I know <laughs> you'd be like, just tell me, just tell me exactly yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, but do you remember like the old Double Dragon arcade game? Oh, yeah, of course. So it's like the side scrolling type. Yeah, they had that like uh, you, you had <laughs> your, your hero, like, you know, punching and the bad guy falls down and then like flashes red and disappears. Uh, awesome. But they had claymation. They had all these various storytelling elements. Uh, and, you know, it, some might say it, it was distracting or or, or um, the easy way out. Uh, the root of the story, uh, again, without spoiling, um, was unique. If they had just had a better class of actor. Yeah. Uh, one it could person, have been different. Yeah. Hmm? yeah. That, and that was, that was my thing about it. I, I did like, and I, I only saw a couple of the transitions, but I liked them. I was like, okay, that's interesting. The thing that threw me off was DDP because there are good actors in there and you can take a good actor and go, Hey, this is going to be satire. And so act that way. Right. I honestly, I don't think that happened with DDP. I think DDP tried to do it seriously, tried to do it the best he could, and it came off cheesy and campy. And then they just told everybody else, you know what? We're just going to change this to be satire because DDP can't do anything. I think he was seriously trying to be like, okay, this is my starring role. This is what's going to get me the big time. And I'm I'm going to be known as a superhero now. And it just it just came off so, so bad. Oddly enough, the the producer of this show, um, Adi Shankar, it's uh-huh. called an Adi Shankar experience. Um, he's done a lot of of things. He did Castlevania for Netflix. Okay. He did the 2012. Uh, he was pr- producing uh, Dread. Remember the Carl Urban Dread? Did you ever yeah. watch that? Yeah. So he did that. He did The Gray with Liam Neeson. Um, I mean, he's not, you know, he's not unknown in this right. world. Um, he's done a lot. Yeah, but no, not as not, not any. I don't know who to blame because you know he's the producer, not the director. Where I, I was listening to uh, Diamond Dallas Page has a podcast as does everybody who spent ten minutes in in the wrestling yeah. industry, and uh, <laughs> but his is with Jake the Snake. It's 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 really good. But they were talking about. Uh, this project, he said that uh, Adi Shankar first approached him about this seven years ago. Um, so it has been something that has been in the works and development for a long time. Um, so and it finally hit again. It's seven episodes, and and I think we discussed they're about twenty five to thirty minutes a piece. Yeah, um, it's not it's not the worst thing you could put in front of your no. eyes, Mike. No, um, of course not. But I've it's seen not- I've seen Green Lantern. <laughs> as i was saying it's not the worst thing you could put in, in front of your eyes but it's not the best thing i've seen this week mike you watched a little movie called dog starring channing tatum tell us about it it's about a guy and a dog and he has yep. to get the dog from a to b and all the hilarious hijinks that uh uh Occur along the way. Well, yes, without eating the dog. 
I don't think you're allowed to eat dog. You're not, but that's why he can't do it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh. yeah. Or without the, the dog eating him. Or ooh, that too. They can't eat each other. Besides but, that, speaking, I believe speaking of it. speaking of wrestlers, uh okay. two time two time WWE Hall of Famer Kevin Nash is in that movie, I've heard. Okay. So but do you want to know another movie that I saw this week that to the best of my knowledge, doesn't include any wrestlers? Yes. Okay. I'm glad you're sitting down. I saw The Batman. Ah, yes. And from what I heard, you hated it, and you never want to see it again. Hot take. Hot take. No, you, You gave me two thumbs up on it. I did. I I pulled a uh, 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 Ebert and Roper, Siskel and e- Siskel and Ebert were, were the OG thumbers. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, no, I I did. I I watched it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, we have made fun of him for two years. It seems like so much longer too. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, robot, uh, bat, robot, robot, bat, and bat. You after you watch this, you are not going to be able to call him that again. Oh no, I can still call him it, but it's no. a it's a term of love. You're you're going to have to take that man seriously. Yeah, I, I've I've heard only good things about him as as the Batman. Uh, him as the Batman was really tremendous. Uh, you find out that it is like year two. You know, he's in his, okay. his second year of batting around to Gotham. Um, and you know, the, you get a lot of the action that you've seen in the trailers. I don't think I watched the last trailer that came out just, uh, uh, 10 days, two weeks ago, something like that. You get a lot of the action, uh, but there's a lot of really good story in this. Um, Matt Reeves, who co, you know, gets a co-writing, uh, credit on it as well as directing, uh, did a nice job of telling a story uh, wrapped up in you know, it's about a mystery. And then even when you find out, uh, you know, the the quote unquote whodunit aspect of it, there's still another half hour of movie because <laughs> okay. it's, it's not done yet. Uh, so for a lot of those reasons, there there was some detective work. There was some new technology that we haven't seen from a, from a Batman um, and some new ways of uh, I, I, I hope this doesn't spoil anything. Uh, but this Batman writes a lot of things down like he, he okay. writes down like the events of the night before uh, to okay. Because he takes a lot of, you know, blows to the head. <laughs> uh, so he, but, but, and, and I'm not talking like technology, you know, like the, uh, um, if you remember Batman Begins when he's down in, you know, like the uh, research and development with Lucius Fox and, right. and he has, you know, like the, oh, you put electrical charge and we can make this, you know, cloak yeah. or whatever we want it to be. Um, that, what, when we do see, that element of Batman, it's much more like grounded in what we can actually do right now. Okay. Okay. Um, the, here, I'll, the, my biggest takeaway from this, and maybe it's because I'm getting old, stop laughing, uh, is 
the movie was quite loud. The uh, the the gunshots, the explosions, the engine on on that Batmobile. I was just like, huh, I ain't going to be falling asleep during this picture. Take that Marvel's Eternals. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, but it, it was surprising at all. I, I didn't fall asleep. No, I'm saying the, no. The fact that you th- everything was loud for you. Shut up, Mike. Your 65 year old ears can't take it. I understand. And my 65 year old knees barely got me up the stairs. Um, <laughs> but I the the like the grand unveiling of you know like they they threw curveballs that you will pick up on that I certainly picked up on. Uh, and I got to think, I'm like, huh. But those were, I think, purposefully placed. I feel like if I say anything else, it's going to be uh, moments of misdirection. Okay. Okay. I can admit it. Uh, but overall, I it was tremendously satisfying. Uh, okay. I thought Zoe Kravitz nailed it as Catwoman. Or I mean, they didn't ever officially like call her that. They never uh, but, did. Yeah. Know, S- Selena Kyle uh, certainly. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to, to think the uh, um, now I can see his face. I know his name. Oh, he plays Alfred. Um, he was he's Andy Circus. I, I got okay. That. Took me. Um, just. You got to remember, it's been almost 25 years since he was like uh, CGI Gollum, you know, like bouncing right, yeah, around. Yeah. I think uh, he's a tremendous actor. I don't think he Agreed. gets his. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. Um, but uh, he he did uh, a really good job, and and they didn't give Alfred a whole lot in this movie. So I don't know, like if somebody was expecting like the Michael Caine type of uh, treatment, um, we weren't there. Okay. Yeah, you know that 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 wasn't there Not yet. Uh, and the Jeremy Irons, you know, Jeremy Irons was like uh, uh, Ben Affleck, Batman's co-pilot. You know, right. And but again, this is much younger, much you know, starting out. Um, uh, Bruce Wayne, Batman, and he did not have all the resources that like the Christian Bale Batman did. So he's he's got a few pieces of technology. One again that mentioned that I that I'd never seen before, but it's a lot of like, I'm just gonna grin and bear it, you know. <laughs> I'm just gonna grit my teeth, take this, uh, take take this, you know. A lot of this isn't a spoiler. This was in one of the trailers, but like, uh, this Batman is bulletproof to an extent. Like yes. he's got some type of armor, uh, but he's just out there kicking the shit out of guys. Uh, so, yeah. um, but the villain was really, uh intriguing and, and and well done i thought so uh i feel like there's a certain group of the internet community that they see you know robert pattinson you know who was at one time the guy from the twilight movies but even that was like almost 15 years ago uh yeah you, you know so well, actually longer i think i don't even know i'm just yeah. guessing at this point um but like they, you know, anytime that there's a headline, like they're not, nobody's clicking links anymore uh, to, to get information. They see it, they hit that little laugh emoji and they move on. I think that this movie is going to surprise some people. 
the people who, you know, people like you and me who are going in like optimistic anyway, thinking we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, but if you, if you watch this and you come out and you don't think it's a good movie, I feel like there's something wrong with you. Um, and, and it's almost three hours, but the pacing of it, there's not like anyone like, Jesus, they could have cut this out. You know, as, right. as I, as I'm replaying it in my mind here, there was not any thing. I'm like, that didn't in some way uh, enhance the story or help tell the story. Like there's nothing that they could have cut out. I would be afraid. And I think didn't Matt Reeves say there's not going to be a director's cut. I don't remember, but I, I could, I could like, I'd be afraid of what the, any more they could put into this movie. Like, I feel like right. this is the movie he wanted to make. Uh, and, and this is the movie that we got. And, and because of that, it's, uh, it, it was very enjoyable. I'm glad I played hooky on a Friday to go watch it. <laughs> now, now you said it's year two for him. Do you, and this, this might be a spoiler, but I don't care. Do we have to see his parents die again? No. Okay. Okay. Now I say that Tom and Martha Wayne play a part in the movie. Okay. But the, you, there's not like, and, and certainly it's referenced, but not shown, you know, you don't okay. have that like dramatic, all the pearls coming off right. the string and bouncing off of the pavement. There, you, there's not that, um, but there's uh, elements of blame, you know, even all these years later of like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but no, you, to answer your question. No, we don't see that. Okay. But okay. well, how are we supposed to know what happens with them? Why did he become Batman then? Uh, let's see. Uh, Batman v Superman. Uh, <laughs> Batman, Batman begins. Batman. <laughs> uh, did we Batman. get? Was that in Batman? 80, 89 Batman. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought I, for whatever reason I thought it was referenced more in Batman Returns, but it's been a long time since I've seen either of those movies. It was probably also referenced in Batman Returns, but it was definitely in Batman nineteen eighty nine. Okay. Thank you very much. And well, I say right, definitely because yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. And, and it's weird. So maybe it's because like I'm getting older and uh, you know, a lot of mainstream Hollywood's younger than me now, but <laughs> shut up. Um, I, I think back, like, I, I don't know how old exactly Jack uh, Nicholas was when he played Joker. And I don't know how old Heath Ledger was when he played Joker. Like I, I'm trying to figure out like, I feel like they're going young, you know. Uh, yeah, Zoe Kravitz uh, is. I feel like young. I don't think Robert Pattinson is necessarily old. Um, you know, if he was thirty-five, I'd be kind of surprised, but I'm sure he is. Um, but I, I feel like they're doing something that they can work with these characters for several years. Yeah. So I just did a quick search because I wasn't sure about the ages either. Uh, first of all, uh, Jack Nicholson was born in 1937. All right. So, so he would have been like 62 when that movie came out? 52. 52. Unless I did my math wrong. No, f- yeah, 52. Wait, what, what year did you say he was? Uh, 1937. Oh, yeah, yeah, 52. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and uh, Robert uh, Pattinson, Robot, ba- Robot Bat and Bat is 35. Oh, right. Well, I was uh, yeah. kind of right on the money there accidentally. Um. <laughs> And I I will say this, the only, you know, Jeffrey Wright as as 
Jim Gordon was tremendous. Yeah. Um, uh, Colin Farrell as uh, Penguin was invisible. It, it, okay. I don't mean that in, in, in a bad way, but I the only way that I knew it was Colin Farrell, aside from you know knowing the casting, was the eyes. Yeah. But there's no no a bit of you know uh, uh, accent or anything like that. I mean, right. like that character, that Oswald Cobblepot, came straight from um, you know like the the streets of Gotham. Yeah. So. Excellent. Yeah, I look forward to seeing it. I don't know when, but at some point in time, I want to see it. Oh, is there any after credit scenes? No. There's no, really one bit uh, at the end. Now they the theater folks actually came in, not kicked us out or asked us to leave. But like, hey guys, there's no post credit scene. Uh, while I was waiting for any potential post credit scene, right? I googled it and it said no. Uh, it after all the the credits, um, you it, it just says like goodbye, and then there's some. Uh, like it takes to a link that is mentioned in, or, you know, it flashes a link quickly that's mentioned in the movie that you can actually go to. And I guess like I wasn't, I didn't go to it because I was driving. It may take you to, uh, you know, like a puzzle you have to solve to get something out of it, but I don't know. I think about that. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, all right. So that's that data. Next, we have something I learned about just yesterday, actually, and then I sent it to you and put it on Twitter and Facebook. There is a new, a uh, couple of new DC shorts coming up, starting with uh, Constantine House of Mystery. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's actually going to be, uh, and I didn't realize this at first, but it's going to be uh, a short for, D, uh, for Constantine. There's another one for Blue Beetle. Another one for the losers, and the third one I cannot remember what it is. Well, you got to call them the losers, you. They just are. Uh, they uh, comes out May third on Blu-ray and uh, digital, which I'm probably going to try to get it on digital just for Constantine. But the story essentially picks up, I believe they were saying after Apocalypse War, okay. uh, Constantine gets in trouble, and he basically is. Um, is told that he has to live in the house of mystery kind of all of his friends, all kinds of crazy stuff goes on in there. His friends turn into demons. Uh, Jason blood is in there. Of course, Etrigan, uh, all, all kinds of craziness. So for the uninitiated out huh? there in listener land, what is the house of mystery? The house of mystery is uh, just that it is a floating house that uh, appears in random places. And it is, you go in there and there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. Uh, it not sometimes not good stuff. I know for a while, I don't know if I can't remember because I get kind of confused. I can't remember if it was in the comic books that I read or if it was in uh, like a, a, a DC animated movie. But I think at one point in time, Constantine actually owned the house, so he could summon the house wherever he was at. Yeah. It's a mysterious house. But I like said, I look forward to it. I was excited when I heard about it. But that's not until May, so we have plenty of time for that. Uh, next thing is good news also. Good news, everyone. 
John DeVecchio is now officially back for the reboot, the revival of Futurama. So what, what that tells me is John DiMaggio got paid. Yes. Perfect. But what I hope it means is that Billy West, Katie Seagal, mm-hmm. everybody got paid. I hope Phil, he just Phil took Lamar. all their money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you silly bastard. And then and, but they did so the thing is they didn't tell anybody that. And then so everybody so it's only John DiMaggio on there. It's just him trying to do the voices of everybody else. <laughs> I can't. I'm not even going to try to do a Bender impression of yeah. of uh, like the professor or something like that. Right. So, yeah. Um. That's good. That that makes me as a Futurama fan very happy. Yes. Same. I said I don't. Have, have they mentioned when it's going to happen? Or I, I guess they they probably haven't even recorded anything yet. And they probably haven't even drawn anything yet. Right. Daddyo. Yeah, so we might be a couple years away, but that's okay. I'm going right. to say, let me see here. Do, 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 yeah. do. Um, come on now. You doggone. This is from Hulu. Will debut 20 new episodes of Futurama in 2023 with production set to begin soon. Okay. I mean, I guess they already know how to draw them, so they're good. <laughs> They've done it before. True. It's been a few years. Uh, yeah, there was two new trailers come out. Uh, let's talk about Morbius. Okie dokie, artichoke. I, I don't know if did you watch the last trailer because I know you don't like watching kind of the final trailers. I did um, largely because I don't know what the hell all is going on in this anyway. And right. I, I'm going to go. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in the movie. So, you know, yeah. there's, there's not anything that they're going to, you know, show me that's going to probably be a turnoff at this point. And so I think right. honestly with, with this, uh, I'm kind of looking more forward to it, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't see anything in this trailer that was really that much extra. They uh, had, um, God, what's it, uh, the vulture in there a little bit more. And I, I don't know. I, I think that they're trying to make it seem like he's going to play a more permanent part, but I don't think he is. I think his part's going to be near the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, him trying to recruit uh, uh, Morbius into whatever their Sinister Six is going to be. April Good 1st luck. coming out. Is it really yeah, April yeah. 1st already? My goodness. Yep, that's when it comes, April 1st. Uh, so I think we'll, upon watching it, what I was most pleased to see was that it didn't give away core story elements. You know, um, it had a few fight scenes. It had, you know, some special powers for Morbius, but nothing, uh, nothing that was like, Oh my gosh, I can, you know, tell it all from here type of thing. So that, that made me kind of happy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they sometimes do that with, with Sony uh, trailers, but they didn't with this one. I don't believe they did. All right, Mike, what All else right. you got for us, my man? Uh, I want you to tell us about the Dumbledore trailer because I didn't watch it because I've only seen the first Fantastic Beast and don't really remember it, and I never saw the second one, and I don't plan on seeing the third one. But tell us what the third trailer is about. Uh, it is about Dumbledore's secrets. Ooh. In it, uh, they give the human guy, the muggle, 
the no- nomad, oh. if you will, if you're in America, they give him a wand. Okay. Uh, and uh, they're going to fight uh, Mads Mikkelsen, or as, as he's been known to be, the third Grindelwald. You know what I just got to say? I think the term muggle is much better term than nomad. Nomad seems like the laziest term ever because muggle, like if you, obviously I mean, you, if you know Harry it Potter, is the, you, it is the American version. Right. So that makes sense. If, if, if you know, you know, Harry Potter, obviously you know what a muggle is, but if you don't know that you couldn't guess what muggle meant. Right. But the good news is that even if you never read the books, like I've never read any Harry Potter right. books, uh, they do tell you what a muggle is in the first movie. Oh, well, yeah, no, but I'm saying, yes. But I'm Are saying you if saying you if, never... if, you, if you came to this trailer with no knowledge of Harry Potter whatsoever? Right. Okay, carry on. But but if I could, I could probably guess what no badge is. Like no magic? Oh, gee, how you took no magic, you took off the IC. Wow. How, how'd you do that? Well, what do you call a magician when he loses his magic? Um, a regular person, Ian. <laughs> okay, it's, that's yeah, of course. <laughs> that's nice. I feel like, have you seen some of those? Uh, uh, the, I remember one of the early ones was like, um, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell, and like mm-hmm. even the St. Louis Blues have gotten in on it recently, but it's like the dad joke. Uh, and like you, you, yeah, get a point if you make the uh, we should do that for a YouTube video sometime. It would just be you doing all you just do all the dad jokes. You have dad jokes too, Mike. Nope, I have cool jokes. Cool guy right here. Mike, are you a dad? Uh, some people call me daddy, yeah. <laughs> oh, that'll make the boys pop in the back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. my goodness. All right. All right. So, all right, no, uh, did you watch uh, Dumbledore uh, 2? <laughs> Whatever it's called. Uh, so there's Fantastic Beasts, which is the first one. Yeah. And then there's Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Okay. And yes, I did. Okay. Are you planning on watching this one? Yeah, but not in theaters. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have that kind of time. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm really only taking off work for uh, comic book movies at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. Look, it, it looks fun. It's an evolution. You know, some of the beasts that uh, our our buddy, uh, um, uh, that guy, uh, Newt Newt Scamander. I got yes. there. Yep. Uh, some of the beasts looks like they've they've grown up and maybe evolved a little bit. So that's kind of cool. Huh. Uh, they've really Pokemon themselves out. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it looks fine if you're if you're deep into the weeds for like Wizarding World stuff, Harry Potter stuff, then you'll enjoy it. If you're like me, you're like, yeah, I watch the movies, uh, uh, you know, every couple of years or something like that. Then uh, you'll wait until it comes out on the HBO Max because it's a Warner okay. Brothers movie and it'll be on HBO Max. All right. Speaking you- of stream. I was going to say, did you know that allegedly or apparently HBO Max is uh, being or potentially wrapped up 
with so many other uh, like channels and things like that in, in a new conglomerate? I did not. Uh, time, which affects Time Warner and, and uh, AOL and not, I guess not AOL, AT&T, Time Warner type stuff. Uh, but like Animal Planet. I mean, look, if this means that when I open up my HBO Max, I get Animal Planet stuff uh, and, you know, Discovery Channel stuff, then I'm all for it. Yes, absolutely. Now, if it means that I don't and I lose HBO Max, I'll be very sad. Yes. Same. But if nothing changes, I'll be okay with that as well. Yeah, that's fine too. <laughs> Because I'm old and I don't like change, Mike. <laughs> I understand. All right. Uh, well, we have a couple more things to talk about. We're kind of flying through these. Now, up next, I, I, when I found this out, I was super excited about it. Finally now, on Disney Plus, starting March 16th or 28th. I can't remember the date. 16th? 16th. Daniel. Finally, we get everyone's favorite MCU series Iron Fist and there's uh, there's other ones but no one cares about those I'm so excited to rewatch Iron Fist I I couldn't tell you the number of times I hmm? over and over again I can't tell the number of times I've I've watched it uh, up until uh, the end of February when it went away on Netflix yeah I probably watched Iron Fist four times I'm not joking I, I probably watched these it. video screens that give me away. I'm no. I probably watched it at least once. You know, look. If you can sit through Iron Fist, you can sit through the Guardians of Justice. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, 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 I sat through Iron Fist only because uh, I had already sat through everything else and enjoyed it. You know, because uh, that was the last of the MCU Netflix shows that were coming on. The entire time I was sitting there, I was like, what is this? What what were they thinking? What are they doing? I'm going to make it through it. They made an Iron Fist show and you loved it. They That's half true, yes. I am excited to watch Daredevil again. Um, yes. The first season of Jessica Jones, I really enjoyed. I never did go back and watch the second season. Uh, but truth be told, I never watched The Punisher. I'm, Dude, you, you got to watch The Punisher. It's good. I'm sorry. I'm not even 100% sure I've ever finished The Defenders. Defenders is okay. Defenders wasn't bad, but Punisher is really good. All right. I will do, yeah. I'll watch Punisher. I'll watch it for Thank you, me. Mike. Thank you. Check out The Punisher. You'll, you'll enjoy it. Okay. All right. And also Agents uh, of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be there, too. And Luke Cage. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't even know if that was still on or not. I no clue. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is done. Yeah, apparently, how many seasons did they have? Too many. Yeah, exactly. I I do I I I never watched like a full series. I would like hear bits and pieces about it, maybe see some clips, and it always seemed like they really wanted to connect it to the bigger MCU, you know, the MCU universe, but they couldn't because they didn't know anything about it. Like they weren't really told anything about it until after it would happen, right? And then they'd be like, oh, um. Well, there was there was an event in New York. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they did that with the first uh, early on in Daredevil too. Yeah, they mentioned yeah. something. So that'll be good. All right, be good. More Vincent D'Onofrio, less of everything else. Yes. 
Interesting. All right, two, two more things we got to talk about. Speaking of two, you heard that there is going to be a free guy to free your guy. Well, I don't know if that's <laughs> that's Mike's working title. I don't know if that's true. Yep. Uh, yes, it was announced, um, and apparently it's it's going to be coming sooner than we think. Really? Today? Right. No, I don't know about that. Oh. Um, I don't think Ryan Reynolds sleeps. Um, and, and that's, you know, a, a compliment, I guess he's everywhere. He and he and Dwayne Johnson, I swear. They, they, they do a lot and yeah, get a lot of money. So, uh, so uh, according to Collider free guy two status revealed by 20th century studios president and just below that game spot, which I guess is different from GameStop, but game spot says free guy sequels are coming okay now I, th- I think they need to hold the horses a little bit let's let's get the first one let's <laughs> get the, or the sequel uh, see if let, that's good. the free free guy two script is days away from being turned in and is a fantastic story for the franchise according to uh 20th century studios president steve asbel asbel As- yeah. asbel i don't know well, if they're, if they're wanting to make it, I highly doubt they would be like, well, the script's written, but it's a piece of shit. And we're just going to see if it makes money. By the way, did you have you seen Free Guy since it's been on HBO Max and Disney Plus? Uh, no, and the reason being is because uh, when I could, when it mm-hmm. became available, I bought it on Vudu. Oh, okay, okay. So have you seen the Free Guy? Yeah, yeah, of course. I saw I saw it in the theater, and then me and Nolan uh, watched it recently when we saw it was on HBO Max. I've seen it a couple times now. You know, since I again from my home viewing, I really yeah. liked it. I really oh, yeah. enjoyed Free Guy. I thought it was yeah. an original movie, um, and the announcement of the sequel prompts our final portion of discussion for this episode. Yes. Um, which was, you know, when it, when I saw that they were making a free guy sequel, I said, well, I don't know if that's necessary. And I sent you a message like, hey, something to think about are movies that don't or perhaps did not require a sequel because they were creatively kind of buttoned up, you know, uh, right. all, all loose ends. It, it, look, I apologize if this is a spoiler. Uh, for for some folks who haven't seen Free Guy, but Free Guy has been out again. As Mike said, it's been on HBO Max. It's been on Disney Plus. You could buy it, uh, you know, through Vudu or Amazon, and it did have a theatrical run. Uh, but at the end of it, Guy discovered the the original programming that would allow you know non playable characters to just kind of go and and live life and, and be right. free, as it were. And the programmers hooked up at the end of that movie because she finally realized that her programmer buddy had programmed Guy to find her like as the perfect, you know, partner. Um, I programmed her to fall in love with everybody, like with all these characteristics that she just happened to have. So when she's uh, yeah. going down whistling a, a Mariah Carey song, it's is like oh it catches guy's attention is the catalyst for the movie and she finally realizes that like 
oh, well, she didn't love Guy, this, you know, computer, you know, program. She needed to give a shot to the guy who programmed it because he was noticing all these things. So I feel like from that standpoint, Free Guy didn't necessarily need a sequel. And so on my short list of movies that creatively didn't or don't need a sequel, I have Free Guy on my list, Mike. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I would agree with you. I didn't put it on my list, but yeah, because that was what started this whole discussion. Uh, which, what, tell me one you do have on your list. Free Guy. Okay, Free Guy. All right. So I'll go. So one, <laughs> I, one have- I have on my list. And by the way, this doesn't mean that I didn't like the sequels necessarily. Sure, but I'm just, sure. just Home Alone. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Home Alone didn't need a sequel. They had, you know, they had the the thing that happens, you know, and then he comes back and ha- families together. Uh, having Home Alone 2 makes the parents even worse. Because once again, they, you know, you would figure if there's ever a, a time where, you know, you forget, you know, one of your kids, even even in the house for like, a minute you know you would be like okay i'm that's never happening again every time now i go out i'm gonna make sure every kid is there you know you but you know uh home alone too not so much do you think i i I, the second one i don't think is necessarily mom and dad's full fault okay i think kevin wears because kevin is 10 or you know however old he is right and he's impatient and so he stops while they're all running to the gate he stops he's like i gotta get these batteries in my talk boy and then he follows the wrong thing whereas he could have just waited another three minutes till they were on the plane you forgot what it, you you forget what 10 year olds are like that's, no that's a, i that's i, a I have because year old because i have a six-year-old right and who's yeah. going to be double double that when he's you know yes so 100 that's that's just what 10 year olds do like their their mind is focused on that one thing must get batteries and get batteries like just like yes as an adult if it's if, if kevin's an adult yes i would say yeah dude just wait you know but 10 year olds don't have patience they don't neither do six-year-olds but, or six-year-olds yeah but to that point, it's like, okay, then if you want to blame dad, because, you know, he was following dad and he ended up following yeah. the wrong brown uh, uh, coat. Dad's got to be like, all right, hold my hand. We're running through the airport to yeah, get yeah. to the gate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's what just one. The one I have. Home okay. Um, another one on my short list. Could you have gone and told more of a story? Sure. You're but. Right, of but I think the first one was such perfection that the second one became like redundant. And then the third one, I don't even, I haven't not even seen the third one. And that would be the hangover. That's what I have too. Yay! Yes. The hangover. Absolutely. Right. The, the Diminishing the, the, returns. The, yeah. The first one was perfect. Mike. It, it, it ended perfectly, you know? Hey, he, they finally, they got him to his wedding, right? He's getting married now. That's it. And like you said, yes, can there be more stories? Sure. But there, there, there shouldn't be. Didn't you? This is why I love you, Mike. So I had, I had that, that's the second one. I have one more. 
But yeah, Hangover, man, that was really good. All right, so what's another one on your list? I've, I'm still thinking of more as we go. Okay, last one on my list. And once again, I'll tell you right now, I actually liked the sequel to it. But if you're talking about buttoned-up stories that didn't need anything else, I would have to go with The Terminator. Oh, okay. I wonder the if Term- here. Could you incorporate like even like the Predator movies or things like that into that or no, not so much? I mean, maybe, but as far as the Terminator goes, it ended, you know, they defeated the Terminator. The future is saved, right? She, uh, in fact, I was, actually, I looked it up on Wikipedia because I'm like, I don't think it ends in a cliffhanger. Um, and it didn't seem like it did. It seemed like it, she, it was something like somebody, takes a picture of her and then that's the picture that she's going to give to Reese or whatever in the future or something like that. But anyway, the story ended, right? Now, everything after that, by the way, like I said, I really like, in fact, I like, honestly, uh, Terminator 2, T2 Judgment Day more than I like the original Terminator. Amen. But, yeah, but every, here's the thing, every, every other sequel, reboot, Everything after that was basically, oh, just kidding. The future didn't isn't good, and there's more robots now. And then we defeat those. And oh, just kidding. Those robots weren't the right robots. Here's other ones. We defeat them. Just kidding. Just a repeat of that over and over again. So if they would have just stopped with Terminator, we don't have that. I like it. Yeah. I've got another one. All right. came to mind. Uh, you have to go all the way back to 2010 for the original. Okay, okay. Uh, and that would be the updated CGI uh, heavy, but also let's make things look good for the times we're in. Uh, Clash of the Titans. Okay. And, and which I enjoyed. But okay. did not need its 2012 sequel, Wrath of the Titans. I agree it didn't need it because I never saw Clash of the Titans nor Wrath of the Titans. Whoa. Time out. <laughs> Throwing the flag on you. Okay. Um, do you, are you familiar with the, the, the yeah. original Clash of the Titans story? Jason and the Argonauts, is that it? Or is Clash that of the Titans? Different? Perseus. I don't know. I have no clue. The original one was from 1981. Okay, uh, I was just born. I don't remember much then. I mean, I was born after you, technically. I mean, not technically, yeah. actually. No, actually, not even technically. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I look. I'm up on 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 this. Okay, okay. Um, Harry Hamlin which is a name you okay. probably don't know, uh, starred uh, Lawrence Olivier, Maggie Smith, who you, have you seen any of the Potter movies? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she was uh, Professor McGonagall in that. Okay. Uh, Burgess Meredith. Uh, I mean, it has a very good cast with horrible effects. What makes me sad about 1981 Clash of the Titans is it came out four years after Star Wars, you know, now we know as okay. Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, and looks like it would have come out 15 years before Star Wars. With the, oh, okay. I mean, they have like claymation, 
and, and or not, not claymation. That's, that's probably not doing, but like stop motion animation, things like that. Um, the story is pleasant and simple. It's based on, you know, Greek, um, you know, his, Greek mythology, you know, that's got Zeus and Aphrodite and, and, and such, but it's, and it's, it got the clockwork owl. Everybody loves the clockwork owl. Of course. Um, and so they remade that in 2010 in a movie that starred uh, Sam Worthington, Liam Neeson, and uh, many more. Um, Rafe Fiennes is in the, the newer one. Um, similar, like they follow similar story, but, you know, with updated graphics, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I didn't need Wrath of the Titan. Maybe it's because I had no desire for the story to continue because there was no Wrath of the Titans from 1984, uh, to the best of my knowledge. But, but uh, So I enjoyed Clash of the Titans, Wrath of the Titans, not so much. Okay. All right. Well, maybe one day I'll check out Clash of the Titans. I can make that happen. Right Is it? Is Wrath too? Yes. I, I, I got to get through Clash first before I even think about Wrath. No. No, there's no. Hold on. Um, it's all watching. Chances of me actually watching Clash of Titans are slim to none. But Mike? who knows? Maybe one day I just have a couple of drinks in me and I decide, you know what? Let's watch a movie. Okay. All right. Well, here is a list of from Goliath.com for beloved movies with terrible sequels or okay. underwhelming, depending on. Uh, so they have in number 20, they have Caddyshack and yeah. obviously Caddyshack 2. Yeah. Um, number 19 is Zoolander. Okay. Agreed. 18 is The Karate Kid. Okay. Yeah. I think we can all agree that Cobra Kai is doing a good job of uh, if, if there are any sour feelings towards Karate Kid, uh, yeah. that it's redeeming a lot of that. Um, number 17, Super Troopers. Agreed, yeah. 16 is The Highlander. Okay. There can only be one, so there should be only one movie. Now, this one makes me sad. Thor in number 15. Oh, I guess they didn't. They didn't I guess they never watched Thor Ragnarok. Uh, no. Hold on. That's an awesome movie. Thor, Thor Dark World isn't horrible. No, it's not. Uh, they say on the bright side, the third movie, Thor Ragnarok, was brilliant and easily one of the best MCU movies made so far. Agreed. Uh, number 14 is Slapshot. You familiar with Slapshot, uh, the hockey movies? Yes. I never watched it, but I'm familiar with it. I, I've seen the cover. I remember going to the uh, the video rental place and seeing the cover a lot. Mm-hmm. 13 is The Lost Boys. Okay. Remember that one from the 80s? Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. Uh, number 12, Men in Black. Would kind of agree, even though I like I I think I, I had Men in Black two uh, on DVD and I did too. Yeah, but I I told I agree with them. You know, uh, number eleven, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Number ten, Starship Troopers, which I've only seen the first one in my mind. Same, I mean, yeah. Uh, they're direct to DVD the sequel, so I don't they don't really care. right. Yeah. Um, number nine, American Psycho. I didn't even know they had a sequel to that. Casting a young Mila Kunis as the film's titular 
Psycho uh, was an inspired choice, but it's telling that Kunis has publicly denounced the film, claiming that when (laughs) she originally signed on the film was uh, signed on when she originally signed on, the film wasn't even connected to American Psycho. So uh, speaking of things that are a little out there, number eight, Donnie Darko. Okay. I like Donnie Darko. I didn't know that there was a sequel as well. Same, same. Uh, Number seven, Basic Instinct. Also didn't know there was a sequel to that one. Number six, again, I think I had tangential knowledge of a sequel, but I don't, it's a direct DVD. So National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I, wait, was it Christmas Vacation that this one was? Is it starring Randy Quaid? Yeah, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. Okay, okay. So, only re- reason I know about this one is because there's, uh, th- this is several years ago. There's a group on um, YouTube called Red Letter Media. I think I've talked about them a little bit before. They do stuff like Best of the Worst. There two things I like from Best of the Worst and Wheel of the Worst. Best of the Worst is where they take um, basically bad movies and they review them. One of them they reviewed was this one because they'll usually do three movies in, in a, like a, a video, and it's video is like an hour, hour, hour long sometimes. But two of them, and I forgot what the two it was B rate B movies. Two of the movies they had, I forgot what they are, but the other one was uh, uh, the Christmas vacation two, whatever. And they did not have one good thing to say about it. Like it was, they said it was like painful to watch about how unfunny it was and they would show clips of it and stuff and they just be like yeah this so they have a they there's a wrench and then they get a bigger wrench because it's funnier <laughs> i guess oh my gosh yeah it was very that's the only reason i know about that all right number five here were the top five taken yeah i mean yeah because i i i, I I remember seeing Taken too. I don't remember much of what it was about, except like now his family gets taken. Yep. It's one of those like, dude, you you can't be that good of a security guy if your family's just constantly getting taken. You can only be in one place at a time, boss. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't matter. All right. Uh, I never saw Taken Three, by the way. Um, I don't think I did either. Number four, Greece. Greece, yeah. Eyes too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three, Speed with its terrible sequel, Speed 2, Cruise Control. Agreed. Number two, Jaws. Okay. Okay. And number what? They made a sequel to that? Number one is Titanic. <laughs> okay. I did not know they made a sequel. Uh, all right, so I'm going to read this because I did not know. Um, okay. And even in their words, they say this may be stretching the term sequel a bit, considering that it's not officially a sequel, then it doesn't count. Uh, but it's difficult not to see Titanic 2 as anything other than an absurd follow up to that film when the word Titanic uh, is right there in the title. It's a sci fi production in the same vein as Sharknado. Titanic 2 is a disaster film of a hilariously bad variety set 100 years to the day after the maiden voyage of the original Titanic. Titanic 2 chronicles the similarly ill-fated tribute luxury cruise liner, only this time, instead of hitting an iceberg, the ship's literally hit by an iceberg flung at it by a tsunami. Okay. 
So that doesn't count. I did come up with a, another one from that's go ahead. So did I. Okay. You, you first. I want to hear yours first. I want to okay. hear yours. First. Okay. Um, it's a Jason Statham series about a guy who transports things. Oh, okay. A different one than I was thinking. Okay. And it's called the transporter. Okay. Remember, um, do you remember the those movies? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. In fact, I, I think I had either Transporter or Transporter Two on uh, blue on uh, DVD back when I had a bunch of DVDs. But you know what? You I, I actually when you said uh, Jason Statham one, I thought you were going to talk about something else. I thought, and this is was the one I was thinking of. I thought you were going to talk about Crank. Oh, I've only seen the first one. They, well, I mean, and, and you, yeah, they they shouldn't have more than one, obviously. <laughs> Apparently, no. there's three. Oh, there's a really, I only knew about two of them. There's uh, Crank from 2006, yeah. uh, Crank High Voltage from 2009, and yeah. Crank 3. I'm not entirely sure that it's all connected. Is Crank 3 coming out? Uh, all right, so maybe not. But here's the but list of two. people. Who are tied? Who were tied? One of these guys not even alive anymore. Um, Amy Smart, yeah. Bai Ling, Dwight Yoakam, Glenn Howerton. I believe that's our boy from. Uh, it's always sunny. It's always sunny, and uh, AP Bio, Corey yeah. Haim, who's no longer with us. No. Idris Elba was attached to this at one point, and Efren Ramirez. Okay, so. Uh, no, but that's not the one I was thinking of. All right. I don't know what brought this about, but uh, I thought of Free Willy. They made four other Free Willy movies. How many times this. does Willy get captured? Exactly. He just apparently he just gets captured, and then he jumps over, and then he just jumps back. I guess I don't know. He's a very stupid the first one ended whale. just fine. The first one ended fine. Yeah. All right. That's all I have. Well, that was fun, Mike. I'm glad yes. that we were able to uh, expand on that topic just a little bit. I, I started the list with two. I ended with four. I doubled my numbers. So. Good job. You're the man, Mike. I just want you to know that. And I appreciate you and all that you do here for the podcast, which is usually compiling all of our topics and bringing them to uh, the show each and every week. <laughs> I tried. And looking 15 years younger. Well, thank you, sir. So, although you need to do something about the cyber, and the cyber makes it look uneven. Yeah, right here. Yeah, I trim that. Yeah, I trim that baby up. All right, you should, you should probably do that. Uh, we uh, hope that you enjoyed this week's episode, brought to you commercial free because nobody's giving us any money. No, true. Yet, uh, so for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahachko, and we're gonna head on out. But before we do, we're gonna remind you. To be kind. And rewind. Also, I forgot to say this is Nerds United, but hopefully you know that by now. Yeah, true. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.